0: Welcome back to another episode of the Failure Isn't Okay, Was It podcast. I'm your host, Julian Leonard. This is episode 18, and welcome. I hope the week has treated you well, per usual. I hope that you are winding down the year. I hope that you are finally on that vacation, enjoying family, enjoying friends, enjoying loved ones. And I hope that you are ready for this podcast episode, episode 18. Let's jump right into it. Within the last year, I've gotten into a wreck, received three tickets and paid more than I care to remember to get my car fixed. So when it comes to driving, I've been more alert than usual. Yet the biggest change I've encountered has taken me from driver's seat to being driven. I've been assigned to the passenger seat. With that said, I've been teaching my 17-year-old sister how to drive. It's been nerve-wracking yet interesting it's been a tedious process yet exhilarating let me ask you do you remember what it was like for you to first learn how to drive was it your mom or dad that taught you a family member or a friend or am i talking to those who taught themselves how to drive between my dad and my uncle i learned how to drive fairly quickly but the learning didn't stop once i got my license There is no true learning like gaining real-life experience through trial and error. Within the first six months of driving, I was in two wrecks. Although both weren't my fault, you can imagine the perceived negative effect it could have on a new driver. After the second wreck, I dawned on it for a little bit, but soon got back out there on the road. More alert than ever, I wasn't scared to jump back in the driver's seat, primarily because I cared more about the freedom being 17 and driving brought than the actual danger that came along with it. Nevertheless, when my sister asked me to teach her how to drive, I was initially hesitant. She originally asked my parents, but both have SUVs and claim that their cars were too big to learn how to drive in. I remembered what I went through trying to convince people to teach me how to drive. I remember who kept saying maybe later, and I remember who said, let's do it. So when I saw my sister's persistence, It didn't take me too long to give her a shot. Months after purchasing a new car, I found myself teaching my sister how to drive, and we've been doing it ever since. Her driver's test is tomorrow, and soon after that, she'll want a car of her own. I'm lying. She's been wanting a car forever now, but we'll tackle one thing at a time. And right now, the only thing we're worried about is getting her license, which will really come down to her being confident on the road. If you have ever taught someone how to drive, and I'm not only talking to parents, I'm talking to brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, friends of the family, or just friends in general. If you have ever taught somebody how to drive, you have literally put your life in another person's hands. If you have ever been taught how to drive, you have had someone else's life in your hands. The person who taught you put it all on the line for you. They entrust you with something that they can never get back. They have either thrown their fear of death to the side or chosen to ignore it in order to teach you how to drive. As a passenger, you have no control. And if something bad is about to happen, you have a split second to alert the driver and possibly grab the wheel. But we all know how fast things happen on the road. Not to mention that 16 and 17 year old driver death rates increase with each additional passenger. Not to mention that one in five of 16 year old drivers have an accident within the first year of driving and not to mention that more than 40 percent of teen auto deaths occur between the hours of 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. Yes, I could keep this list going on and on for the next couple of minutes. But the point is clear. There's a huge level of uncertainty out there on the road. The roads can be life changing and life taking. And all of these things run through my mind every time I take my sister out there to drive. To add insult to injury, I've been purposely waiting until the nighttime to take my sister out to drive. I figure if you can learn how to maneuver at night, it should be relatively easy during the day. This decision has caused me to receive a ton of questions, most notably, where are we going? I get the where are we going questions so much that I literally wait until we turn out of the neighborhood to let her know where the destination is. Now, I can imagine from my sister's position that she has to be nervous, even though when I ask her, she always says that she isn't. I can also imagine that she's uncomfortable because driving at night puts you on heightened alert. But she still wants to drive. She is still willing to learn. And I can see the eagerness is still there, even when it may not be at her comfortability level. She is still willing to learn. She's taking a risk. She's putting her life on the line along with mine, too. And all she can control is the car she's driving. And even that is to a certain extent. But beyond that, she has absolutely no control over what goes on outside of her car on the road. And that's the feeling that I want her to get real comfortable with. She can see maybe 100 feet in front of her. And that's it. And at 17 years old, my sister is experiencing the prequel to. What her life will truly be like. Long after she gets a driver's license, long after she gets her first car, years removed from driving with two hands on the wheel and the seat scooted all the way up, she'll have to travel the road of life primarily on her own. Yes, one day she'll have a husband and kids of her own, and she'll always have her family and her big bro to support her. But what I really mean is her responsibilities will only heighten. And she will have to face more and more of life challenges from here on out in a sense learning how to drive is one of the first real introductions to manhood or womanhood where the roads you choose to travel have the potential to impact lives in ways you can never imagine there will be times where you can't control what other people will do and the things that will go on around you no matter what you have to stay the course you have to focus on the amount of road that you can see ahead as you progress further Your focus may change, and while you might not be able to map out your route in its entirety, you will have to use your instincts and trust the process. The success you will see will be heavily tied to the amount of risk you will be willing to take, and that probability never goes away. I always say that if you look at the most successful people in the world, it doesn't matter if you count success by how much money a person has or by their influence, there's usually a lot of risk that went to gaining that success. If you hope to live a long and prosperous life, one of the first steps is realizing that none of us truly knows what life holds a decade from now, let alone a year from now. We can have it all planned out and then the next thing you know, things change drastically. You don't know for certain what will happen until it happens and the results may not be anything close to what you expected. So just like when you're in the driver's seat at nighttime or even during the day. All you can do is navigate your path the best possible way you can and hope for the best. Look out for the signs. There will be roadblocks. There will be detours. Lord forbid there may even be a wreck or two. But all of those possibilities only should push you to be willing to adapt to whatever comes your way. You may only have a limited view, but if you learn how to adapt, your route will become less uncertain. You'll be less hesitant and more confident in your ability to tackle the obstacles that come your way. Anytime you have ever wanted to make a change and take a risk, but felt hesitant, just remember that you have constantly put yourself at risk over and over again. Your next risk won't be the first, and if you're destined to be great, it won't be your last. And that was episode 18 of the Failure Isn't Okay or Is It podcast. My baby sister is growing up. My baby sister is about to get her license. It's a long time coming, but she'll do it. As always... I really, really want to thank each and every one of you for listening. As always, if you want to reach out to me, there's three ways you can do that. Number one, you can go to my website, wwwjulian leonardcom That's J-U-L-I-A-N-L-E-O-N-A-R-D.com. And also on my website, if you go to the podcast page, you can catch all of my episodes. So if you missed out on episodes, you can go back and listen to those. The second way you can reach out to me is through my email julian leonard at outlook.com that's J U L I A N, L E O N A R D hyphen at outlook.com and last but not least you got me on linkedin i'm very active on there and that's one of the easiest ways you can stay connected one last thing i ask of you if you haven't already please go to itunes if you can and leave a rating and review on this podcast the more ratings and reviews i can receive the higher up i can become in the search engines and the more people i can reach out and touch so please, if you haven't already, I ask that you leave a rating, leave a quick review. It'll be greatly appreciated. Until next time, have a safe weekend, knock that Christmas shopping out, and i see you on the other side. Peace.